0: Hey guys, it's Ed, and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And today is a packed day of gossip. Like, yesterday must have just been an outlier, and everyone was just waiting to act a fool today. (laughs) I say act a fool. I really shouldn't say that. but um, There were arrests, there was a divorce filing, a lawsuit filed... And two of the three of those, two of the three of those <coughs> have been stories that we've been following for a while now. Um, but first, well, first we're going to talk about the lawsuit that was filed. So the city of Chicago has officially filed a lawsuit against Jesse Smollett, alleging that uh, he faked the attack. Um, that he talked about in January, in order to get a raise, on the, on, from the producers of Empire, and I don't know why my brain just jumped the tracks there. <laughs> it's been a long, long day. Let me tell you. Um, but anyway, so here's, here's what they have to say. The city incurred significant. A significant costs in order to provide services reasonably, reasonably related to defendants' conduct. Okay, so here's the thing. They're trying to... Basically, they're taking their conduct case, or they're taking the, the, the prosecution case, and they're taking the civil court. It's the same thing that um um the Goldman's did with O.J. Simpson. When he was acquitted in criminal court, they took it to civil court. Um and a lot of the a lot of um the speculation rests on um legal experts saying that it'll be a lot easier for them to prove their case in civil court than it would have been in the criminal court, because in civil court, you don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. You just have to prove that it's true enough. And this is, this is completely expected... Um, they're also expecting that Jesse Smollett will file a counterclaim, um, saying that they're defaming his character, and they're costing him jobs. So this is going to get very, very messy. Um, the city of Chicago can ask for up to three times what it says um, he owes. So right now they're saying a hundred. They reasonably he owes one hundred and thirty thousand. So they're saying that. Um, the city of Chicago could reasonably ask for almost $400,000 from Jesse. Um And this all happened because he refused to pay. They asked him, they said, hey, give us the $130,000. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, some people are saying that this is Rahm Emanuel's way of showing that he's tough on crime and he's not going to take people making false police reports Others are saying that this is basically going to go nowhere because May 20th, Lori Lightfoot is being sworn in as the city's first black gay female mayor. And she may just say, hey, you know what? This is a waste of resource. This is a waste of time. We're not doing it. Um, all she said about things so far is... She will not tolerate people wasting the um, police r- resources. But she hasn't said whether she actually thinks that that's what Jesse did or not. In the meantime, um, as of right now, there's no reason to think that Empire won't be renewed. And there's no reason to think that Jesse won't be part of the cast. Taraji P. Henson has said um, that... As far as she knows, he's still part of the cast. Uh, she hasn't been told any differently. And since she's one of, the, um, one of the two main leads, she probably would be told, um, despite what others think. She, she is high enough up there, and she does hold enough power that I think that they would tell her. And I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And just so you all know, this... This one is going to be slightly political. Mostly because, um, as Bill said, um, this directly led to Trump's election. Um, Julian Assange has been arrested. Um, he was in Ecuador he um he was he had been granted asylum and uh, and he'd had that for like 7 years until he didn't um and, and that sounded really sarcastic i didn't mean it to but it did um but okay here's the thing so he he had been all over seeking asylum and finally Ecuador was like hey come in you know we'll take care of you and that's where he stayed and somehow in a twist that is so strange that it it could only happen in real life because if if I wrote anything like this I would get called a hack because it is so unbelievable um Somehow, Julian Assange and Pamela Anderson became lovers. (laughs) Um, And we are all really trying to figure out how that happened. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's there's a logical explanation somewhere, but I don't know what it is. Anyway. So, in the past few weeks, um, Auntie Lawyer from Crazy Days and Nights I started speculating that within weeks or days, Ecuador was going to pull their asylum from Assange because... He had started trashing the government. Now, I don't know why this is a surprise. Excuse me, I don't know why this is a a surprise to them. Since that's exactly what he's known for. He's known for finding these documents and releasing them. Hence, WikiLeaks. Um, Ecuadorian president... Lennon Marino said you can't arrive at a house that welcomes you warmly, that gives you food and takes care of you and starts to denounce the owner of the house. We've removed the asylum from the spoiled brat. Unfortunately, we've gotten rid of the thorn in our side. So basically what happened was, um, Assange was thrown out of the mansion And was arrested by the U.K., where he faces charges of skipping bail and whatnot. Um, And so, once he's going to face the judge, and then within days, he's expected to be extradited to the United States. Where he is going to be facing um, tra- um, treason charges and, um, and others. And Sweden's in the mix too because, as I learned with Will this evening, um, I thought that the rape charges had been dropped. But no, they were just discontinued while he, was, while he had asylum. But the um, Swedish police still want to speak to him. Um, so this man is facing a ton of charges in a ton of different countries. Um, Trump, for his part, is saying, I've never heard of WikiLeaks. I don't know who Julian Assange is. Despite him, throughout the 2016 election, saying, I love WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks is a treasure trove. I love WikiLeaks. Um, so that that's an interesting little side note. Pamela Anderson... The other surprising figure in this whole story, as I said earlier, called Britain America's bitch and said that the press died today. And here's the shocking thing. She was actually able to string together words and make a sentence. It didn't make any sense, but she was still able to do it. <laughs> so, yay, Pammy. <laughs> Um, As Strange Stories goes, this is one of the strangest. And it's going to continue to get um, even stranger. So we're going to keep following it, of course. And I'm going to go and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, the college admissions scandal has engulfed um, the careers of Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin. Lori more so than Felicity. Felicity has kind of... Not even kind of. Felicity has just accepted responsibility for what she did. Um, so she, she's accepted responsibility. She's pled guilty. And now um, she's basically just waiting for sentencing. Lori Lachlan, on the other hand, has refused to enter any kind of plea. Um, she hasn't taken any plea deal. And earlier this week, uh, she had additional uh, money laundering charges brought against her. And, um, so, some people have been wondering, like, why, why is Lori Lachlan not saying anything? Hallmark fired her, like, they have basically erased her existence from everything. Um, When Calls the Heart, the show that she was the lead actress on, has completely edited her out, and is acting as if she, though she never existed, her garage seal murders um, movie series uh, was cancelled, and again they 're not even being shown and it, and during all of this she 's not said anything, and it 's making people wonder like what 's going on Well, a source revealed um Here's what, Well, he, instead of saying revealed, here's what a source said. It's just taking some time for it to sink in that sh- what she was allegedly doing could be considered illegal. To her, it wasn't egregious behavior. Was it entitled and perhaps self- selfish? Perhaps. But she didn't see it as being a legal violation. From the beginning, she didn't want to take a deal because she felt that she hadn't done anything that a, that any mom would would wouldn't have done. If they had the means to do so. So this wasn't her being obstinate. This was her truly not understanding the seriousness of the allegations. And, you know, I can kind of actually see um, her not understanding what's what's happening. Um, mostly because... You know, when you think about what she did, uh, of course, it, it, you know it's illegal or you know it's unethical. But the legality of it, you—it's kind of a gray area because you don't think of mail fraud as something that's real. Like you, you hear in like the vaguest of terms, and almost nobody—at um, least publicly—has been charged with mail fraud. And, you know, I'm going to look that up tomorrow and I'm going to be proven wrong. So don't at me. <laughs> because I already know I'm probably wrong. And there's probably been a ton of people in very public ways that have been prosecuted. I'm, I'll look it up tomorrow. But um, so the source continued to say, you know, things are sinking in now. She realizes that um, this is some serious stuff that she's involved in. So the source says she's trying to decide what is the best move for her. She has no desire to prolong this for anyone, but she still believes that she deserves a fair outcome. Obviously, the deal, if any, will be different than if she had taken a deal a week ago. She's a smart woman, and she realizes that, but she's amenable to discussing how to put this behind everyone now. She's ready for this to go away. She may be ready for this to go away, but... I highly doubt she's going to have the same career that she had. Um, y- you know, here's the thing. Um, Fuller House is coming to an end. So, y- you know, season five, they're running around her. Which is not going to be hard because she wasn't the main character. But she's not going ha- to have that through current anymore. I can't imagine that Hallmark is going to be like, oh, you pled guilty. Um, but everything's cool now, like, rejoin us, um, you can be back on our show, you can have your movie series back. I think the best thing that she can do right now, plead guilty, um, her and her, uh, her husband, fashion designer Massimo, are worth, like, some $100 million. I think what they need, what she needs to do is serve her time do whatever she needs to do, and then slowly start to make a comeback, maybe in Lifetime movies, maybe um, recurring on a sitcom. ABC seems to be the place for family sitcoms. Um, So maybe after a year or two, she can start to make appearances on there. Um, Netflix is always up for a good comeback, and they have plenty of shows where I'm sure she could either recur or do a guest spot. Um. But and as the source said, she's, ver- she's very smart, and I have no doubt um, she and her agents have come up with a comeback plan. And speaking of coming back, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So we're going to talk some Pete Buttigieg now. <laughs> um, okay, so first of all, at the moment, he's my candidate of choice. Um, he's a Rhodes Scholar. He. Um, most of his policies line up with what I believe, or are close enough that I don't feel like I'm compromising. Um, and. Um, the, the piece of resistance, for me at least, is he's gay. Now, I'm sure that that's going to be turned into a negative should he win the nomination. And Trump will rile up the homophobes and the Christian right and try to make this into a spectacle. The battle for the very soul of the United States, which this is already going to be. But Mayor Pete, as he's commonly referred to, is not the enemy The enemy here would be Donald Trump, the one who sleeps with porn stars just after his wife gives birth to his son, the wife who he cheated on his second wife with, and the second wife he cheated on the first wife with. Are you noticing a pattern? Because you should be. But this is not, surprisingly, not about Donald Trump. This is about Pete Buttigieg and... The amazing things that are happening right now, there is, um, he's surging. He's placing third, which the reason why this is so amazing is because he's a mayor from a small Indiana town. And in the Iowa, um, in the Iowa caucus, he's third in New Hampshire, he's third These are very consistent numbers, and it's putting him towards a likely win. Um, will he end up clutching the nomination? It could depend on if Joe Biden runs or not. If Biden runs, he's the presumptive nominee already. Um, he has the double-digit lead over Bernie Sanders, who's second. Um... I have my own issues with Bernie Sanders running, not because I don't think he would be a great president. I it's just the opposite. I think he would be good. I just don't think he should be running as a Democrat, and we don't we won't we won't know what the field would look like if he wasn't running as a Democrat, um, because unfortunately he decided that since he caucuses with them, that gives him the right to run for president as as a Democrat instead of. An independent, which is what he did um, in Vermont after securing the Democrats' nomination. Um, that was a slap in the face, and I think should have disqualified him from running for running for the Democratic nomination for president. Um, but it, it, they didn't do that for whatever reason. My guess is because they figured consolidate and and keep the um, keep Democrats together. To fight Trump, um, if if Mayor Pete doesn't get the nomination, which again I'm I'm not saying that he will. I I wish he would. I really do, but I'm hoping that his showing is strong enough that he's considered for the vice presidency or for a cabinet position, um, which would then allow him to get the experience and then run for president again in four years or eight years or whatever. Um, biden has said if if he runs and wins, he's only going to be a one-term president and he will pass the baton on to someone else. So a biden Buttigieg ticket could be just what we need because then we could theoretically get 12 years of great policies because the likelihood of us having back-to-back one-term presidents, actually it would be back-to-back-to-back one-term presidents is very, very low. Uh, Unless of course the president decides to not run. Um, And I think one of the things that we need to consider is that if Trump does lose, there's a very good chance he's gonna disrupt everything and run again. And just keep running until he gets a second term. But that's a, an apocalyptic scenario that we don't wanna talk about right now. What we do wanna talk about is me taking a break and coming right back. And I'm back. So, just so you all know, I got yelled at for telling Will about that apocalyptic scenario from the last segment. <laughs> so, I'm in trouble. <laughs> anyways, so, Wendy Williams has filed for divorce. Did you actually think that anything else could be the big story of the day for us? I mean, this is huge. Um, yes, I've been predicting this for forever and a day now. Um, and I, you know, I've been following the... I've been following the the clues on Crazy Days and Nights, and so far, Indy Lawyer has has really nailed it, um, almost perfectly. From Wendy being excuse me, from Wendy falling off the wagon to um, <coughs> to the divorce announcement. The only thing that hasn't quite happened yet is. Um, is, is the alleged interview that um, Wendy wanted to do with Oprah. I don't know if that's more of a timing thing. If Oprah just wasn't interested in interviewing Wendy Williams, which would be very odd because that interview would be a huge get. Um, I can almost see interviewers climbing all over themselves to be able to interview Wendy Williams, especially in light of this divorce announcement. Um, So, back in the beginning of March, Wendy defiantly came back to TV and said that, you know, her, her winning her marriage wasn't going anywhere. But then she started showing that it was. She admitted to being in a sober house. She admitted to falling off the wagon. Um, And these all seem like steps towards taking away her husband's power to get her to pay him more. Uh, and, and, And the likelihood of a divorce. And then she stopped wearing her ring, and she was flaunting not wearing the ring. Now that is a big sign, especially for someone who has built her career around, you know, having this great marriage. And you know, there, I mean, there's been signs of trouble in Paradise for a while. Um, Allegedly, her husband has has had a mistress for at least ten years. Um, according to the anti-lawyer, um, he tried to bring, he tried to move his mistress into the house with him. And she was like, oh, hell no. Um, and the question then became, why was she letting him treat her like this? Like, this is a woman who promotes strength and... And, and, and girl power. So why was she not taking... Some of her own advice? And... The truth of that matter became clear. He was holding things over her head. And their lives were so intertwined. Um, her addiction... Which should never be used against anybody was more than likely being used against her, and that's why she came clean. And all, and I'm guessing, just as I predicted, that all these stories that dropped dropped because she wanted them to. Um, and the other, one of the other reasons that. Um, people are speculating why she stayed in this marriage for as long as she did. Is because their lives are so intertwined. Um, Not just romantically, although that's true. Um, You know, marriage is not... Even for common folk like you and I, marriage is not easily... um, Marriage is not one of those easily breakable bonds. Um, But when you have... Money and, and and a lot of assets, it's even more difficult to extract yourself from from the marriage. So there's that. Then there's their son, um, nineteen year old Kevin Jr. Though, I mean, he's nineteen years old. I can't imagine that there's going to be a custody battle over a nineteen year old. Um, I'm not saying, I I mean, legally he's an adult, but even if, even if, um, they wanted to, it doesn't make sense because he, again, he's legally an adult. There, there's no reason to fight over him. Um, he can choose to live with Wendy. He can choose to live with her husband, her soon to be ex-husband, or she can choose to go live by himself. You know, that, that is always a valid option um 19 um he might still be in high school um he might be um getting ready to graduate or he might be in in college rather that's what I was trying to say (laughs) but in any case I can't imagine that that's going to be a big hang-up for them but then there's the business side um her husband co-owns production company with her. He's an executive producer on the Wendy Williams show. So extracting him from that is um, probably not going to be super duper easy. Though my guess is either they're going to shut down production on this show and relaunch as a different show. um, Perhaps just Wendy um, or um I think right now it's called The Windy Williams Show, so maybe they'll just do Windy Williams or... Something along those lines. Or, you know, since the show is um, distributed by a company, maybe the company um, owns the majority of it and was like, get out. That part, I'm sure, will come out sooner or later. Um... But for right now, what we do know is... Wendy Williams finally did it. She finally filed for divorce. And... While we should not be celebrating... The end of a relationship... I think we do need to... Celebrate that this, this strong, independent woman... Finally broke free of whatever constraints... This man had on her, found her self-worth, and kicked his cheating ass to the curb. And that needs to be commended. And that's going to do it for me tonight. Thank you, as always, for listening. And until next time, cheers.